Welcome everyone to my podcast seven, which is all about the career stories of leaders within STEM and life science across the globe. I want to showcase the career adventures of leaders. And for those that are, this podcast has a mission to elevate their voices as they are examples of what others can be inspired to be. For those of you that don't know me, I'm the founder of ProtoScience. I help people at a stage where they want to move up in their career and they need a strategy and a career roadmap to get there. I empower people with the right tools, mindset and actions to make that happen. I offer career coaching as a service and recruiting as a service. This is what I love. Now, back to the podcast, which is also about gathering insights into how certain career destinations lead to amazing things that need to be shared. Today, I'm delighted to discuss career stories with Julio. Julio is the CEO of Inventia, a biotech startup organization paving the way for change in science through 3D printing of cells to assist with research. Inventia have created the Rashtram platform, which is being applied to accelerate drug discovery and biomedical research. Inventia have been granted further funding and are expanding across the globe. Get in touch if you'd like to find out more. Welcome, Julio. Let me pass it to you to say hello. Hello, and thank you very much for inviting your podcast. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here and to tell the story about how Inventia and RAS were created. Yes, I can't wait to start asking you some questions. Starting firstly with what inspired you to work in life sciences? How did you know you wanted to make a career in this space? It's probably, this is one of the things that you get from childhood. I used to be very interested in science. My parents they were very prolific in giving me a lot of books. I have lots of collections of books since very young age, and I was read them very eagerly and wait for the next one. And uh, and I know it's very early in school. I think genetics was a subject that I used to always be fascinated. Although I was always uh, uh, interested in, in, in biology, I used to have a lot of books about animals. You know, I have a very nice collection of uh, all the mammalian uh, animals and I used to look at them, read about each one of them and uh, most of the time I spend uh, when I was not doing sports is reading instead of watching TV. I, I like reading science and, and I used to be very interested in science since very young age. And, right? There's so much in the story that you've unfolded you know your interest was from way early on and it got you to a stage where you've created a business that's assisting research on a global level. How did you become the CEO of Inventia. Well, I found an event. I have this idea of doing bioprinting during my PhD years. I used to work with cell culture. And when you're doing research, you have to use models. You, know, you have cell, you cultivate the cells in the lab, and they are the model that you try to understand. But they're not the best model. And also, there's always this interest in printing cells. Before, I, I think I never heard about bioprinting before. I was just thinking, as I spent time in the lab, thinking how I would build the models in a better way. And sometimes you sit in the lab and you have to do some manual work that takes almost hours. You're doing the same repetitive manner. Then your mind just um, drift and you start to kind of you know, dream and visualize things and reflect about what you're doing. And that idea was in my mind all the way until 2011 when I thought, look, I've been waiting for so long. I'll, I have already created a company called Inventure. That's the original Inventure company and was doing well. And I have a creator company in Queensland with uh, bovine IVF that was generate cash. I use that uh, funding to invest myself on the first uh, research and work to be done 
for the rostrum, the, this, the early work. And in 2011, I met with Professor Justin Gooding at the School of Chemistry, University of New South Wales, and Professor Maria Cavallaris. Because what I needed was, I needed someone with the chemist to support the cells, the, 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 what we call the bioink. Maria comes from, she's the Children's Cancer Institute, and she has the, the cancer biology need for the technology, how we're going to use it to, to help cancer research. And then I met my colleague, uh, Dr. Aidan O'Mahony, and uh, that was an engineer that uh, comes from, he was working on the most advanced printing technology in the world for paper. Uh, it was uh, the fastest print in the world for, for quality. And the whole team was assembled back in 2011, 2012. Later on, I met Dr. Cameron Ferris that was doing was the first uh, bioprinting PhD done in Australia. I met him when he was a school, uh, student of uh, uh, Wollongong University. And then slowly, slowly, the team takes shape and they then joined me soon. And, uh, I met him and the next day he was already working this project. He was very fascinated by the whole idea. Professor Justin Maria just jumped to the idea as well. We award the uh, ARC linkage grant. And then the company started to take shape. I financed the company with the, the revenue of the other two companies until 2017. And, and then become the CEO was a natural evolution as a, a founder of the business. I love that how you've just described how it all came together through all the connections you made, yeah. the network that you had, through the research that you were doing. It's quite inspiring to just see the pathway yeah. getting to that stage. Yeah. That's amazing. I think there was a lot of serendipity as well. I have some yeah. stories that, that people, people tell me, Julie, you just need to say something and then it happened. It's kind of incredible. <laughs> you have the passion for something, everything yeah. seems to align and, uh, and come together. Yeah. Yeah, and I love the point that you made about visualization. So you mm -hmm. visualize like the daydreaming element that you mentioned, the visualization, really having an outcome in your mind, and then yeah. somehow the pathway is created to get there, which is very attuned to what you just yeah. shared. I'm a believer of that serendipity. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah I think the, the, I, I'm a visual thinker. I always, I'm not a very good uh, into, if I don't visualize it, I, and I think that visualization is very helpful to everything you want to do. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. All right, so now reflecting on your career, what do you consider to be your biggest achievement? I think I already know the answer to this. Mm -hmm. In your life, you can say personal mm -hmm. as well as yeah. career, because they're quite well, intersect. Yeah. I think there's, there's this, um, again, from childhood and from my parents, my father, actually, he was a extremely generous human being. I was like, it was an example of pure generosity. That we, when you go holidays, if we stop, if like, I knew we would stop in the road for him to help someone change tires or a car that was broken. I said, like, that was dead. No, he was always the, uh, he, and he has, has that grown on me, that thing that makes sure that everyone around you is successful. I can I create that, that today is the philosophy of the community, that you, you go out of the way to help everyone around you without any more any agenda it's just pure generosity and when i start to work in in, in, in business after I finished my PhD, I behave like that it was a spontaneous and natural. And that start to show that that success reflects on your own success as well. You start to, as, as I become an executive of this company, it, it was one of the biggest achievements is that I made the workplace where I was managing one of the happiest, the company, the, one of the executives from the US came and said, look, this is the happiest office in this company I've seen anyway. We have 37 offices worldwide. And you just managed to have a place that's being with happiness, right? And I think this is, uh, and as a result, we got, I'm, I was not the only manager there, but we went from $4 million to $44 million in sales in, in, in a few years, right? And that's, that's the reflection of creating a very 
healthy, happy, and pleasant work environment because people thrive on those environments. And uh-huh. without thinking, was done by my my upbringing. And, uh-huh. and again, creating rust, of course, is the, 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 the achievement. But I don't feel like I have achieved anything yet. I think there's a long way. There's a long way for us to go. There's something about that, isn't it? When we get to a point in our lives and you reflect back and you look at the achievements, yeah. you're always wanting to to grow more. And it sounds like you want to grow the business more, make more value, make more yeah. impact. But not only that, it's the people you're taking on the journey with you. I love the sound of your work environment and maybe you can patent that because career happiness is everything. It does yeah. need to drive for sure. Did you in your career have an advisor or a mentor or a coach that supported you? You know, they may not ha- not have that title, but yeah. they assisted you along your journey. And if so, who were they? Well, I was thinking it was lots of people in your life that helped you starting with your parents, of course. But when I look back, when I was doing my engineering degree, I have a professor of uh, zoology and microbiology that really have an impact on me because he invited me to be a tutor on his lab. It means that I have to re- review his, his essays from his student and I speak class, you know, being like helping with practical class. I never thought, but when I look back, those persons start to see how they impact me because his ethics, his uh, his diligence of thing, his higher standard, his higher that that. Then I think the other person would be the DNA fingerprint doctor that I hired me after I finished. He he was a senior doctor. He works in Canada in, 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 as a professor. Then he went back to Brazil with this technology. And again, his standard was extremely high. His demand and his uh, but he he look at me as one of his successors, he has all these plans for me. He wanted me to be the one that would grow the company and he retired and I'll run the business for him. He has this fatherly uh, look towards me. He, I remember he, he always treated me like, but even a few years ago, I went back to Brazil and he was introduced me to everyone as if he was like his son coming back home. Like he was so proud of me. It was very nice. And he has enormous influence on, again, on the ethics, the quality of the work. They, they, they want to achieve much more than you think you can. And my supervisor, he's the Professor Pamela Russell, that uh, was my PhD supervisor. Again, for her generosity and patience in the work, I, I arrived in Sydney when I was doing my PhD. English was not my first language. I never went to English school. I have to learn English when I was writing my PhD thesis. And she was extremely generous with the time and patience. And, and again, my last um, few years ago, I went to Brisbane and she introduced me to everyone. And I said, the first thing is, if I was not for her, I would not be here. Right? So those people make a difference in my life. I love that. There's so much from a personal and career perspective as well and uh, very much aligned to values. I think you, you mentioned values quite a bit and yeah, that's something that is instrumental in the decisions that we make in the places that we work. Because I remember this uh, this professor at university that did a fingerprint, his name is uh, Sergio Pena. He was so uh, influential on me, like the, the, the quality of the things that he wanted to do and the, and the trust of me, the ability to, to get things done. You know, because I think that I, I didn't know I had that ability. He knew more. <laughs> That's I think is important as well. Sometimes people know more about you than you do. And so you've obviously taken from the way he has led you to mm-hmm. lead others in your current business right yeah. now, powering mm-hmm. and trusting and then giving them the support they need to be the best versions of themselves. And, and excellence. 
I think that that's the swimming pool, the excellence of doing things better than anyone around you. And when you achieve that, it's not good enough. You have to, <laughs> to do better. Yeah. <laughs> it was always like that. It was, I was very proud of you know, the lab. It was probably one of the most pristine and clean and, and uh, very nice setup in the best part of the city. He's always very, you know, found very important to have that quality in every single point. That's wonderful. And it also connects to the point that you made about you, you've achieved things, but you feel like you've still got a lot more to do. Yeah, and so sure. that's that's the epitome of that. It's always mm -hmm. raising the standards and raising the bar and keep yeah. going further. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Now, if you reflect back on your career journey, what have been your defining moments? You know, the moments that really shaped and it could have gone in one direction. Was the decision to leave academia and join a private company. Yeah. I think that because I knew I was not an academic person. There was nothing in my blood to be an academic. I was like a, an engineering. It's like you want to go get things done. And yeah. I think uh, it's, although we can do a lot in academia, for me it was not. And I realized that I was a natural, you know, my, all my genes are for business and sales and say I've become a sales manager in this company. And I felt like, and then you know you're in the place where you thrive because you, you feel that oh, that's what it was made for. Yeah. And I built the sales team, the company I work for, I built the tech support team and I'm managing you know, to organize. And I have my own sales. I never hired anyone that has previous sales experience. I wanted to form people with the same ethics, the same beliefs I have. In, 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 yes. And that's interesting, actually, again, the success of the customers is the way we treat the customer, the, the importance that they are. And I, I believe in that that's it's very simple, but a lot of companies, I have a lot of experience where I, I'm very judgmental of when I deal with other business and I found they're not doing it. I will, I will, I will not manage them that way. <laughs> I think you have to make sure that you not only get a sales from a client, but is, is you want to make sure that they are happy with what they mm. when they communicate with you once again so many insights and advice mm. in what you've shared you know from the starting point of evaluating and knowing your skills but also seeing the potential in people and giving them the pathways to be able to become something more yeah. and also for yourself you know having clarity on what actually lights you up the passions yeah. and then yeah. being in an environment that thrive, that enables you to thrive now i understand more about why your uh, team and your business is is happy and they're thriving because cool. i remember visiting clients and they say oh you guys are amazing like <laughs> everywhere it was not just one and it was like whoa am i am i me doing something what am I doing? Because yeah. was there was like sometimes you think our oh, people are just being pleasant and polite but then when you start to hear yeah and then because we took the care of when people call that support or anything because the moment when people call you when they need you that's where you read really a reflection of your the values that you put in the business yeah that's it and i love also the comment that you made about customers and their values and making sure there's an alignment there you know for the partnership that's really important yeah wonderful okay a couple more questions one of which is really you know what advice you would give to others who want to pursue leadership opportunities in biotech especially females because i know oh, yeah. for me it's women in leadership and trying to empower them and then you know the allies of women because mm -hmm. i know that you are in 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 eventually we don't think that way the thing is do you want to do the job and you have the talent the skills and you come to us and, and i i invite any female that's out there looking for a career we really want to have more females in leadership in our business we encourage them that we create an environment for them to be successful because it's not about if you're male, if you're male, it's about do you have what it takes to do the job well? Yeah, agree. That's what we encourage. We really know. I'm, my user program said, look, contact us if you want to be a leadership. We have, <laughs> we have really, really encouraged because what happens sometimes is actually we don't get the applications. Mm. Or, or yeah. 
And that creates a problem because we want to give opportunity to people that has talent. And we, we have you no, know, we have enormous example of people that start with us as intern and they grow into the business. And I'm, I'm very impressed with the talent that we have in Australia, both females and males. I don't think there's any distinction. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. That's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just step yeah, up. Just to clarify, go go for it. Don't don't it. consider yeah. even even think of it. Right. Mm. Just yeah, go don't doubt yourself. Because my view is, if the place that you apply for is not interested in your values and your in your skills and talent they don't deserve you that's how i think yeah. not, is, is there, no is that like if you, if you approach someone and i used to tell a, a colleague of mine when he was looking for a job i say if they don't see the value on you if they don't appreciate what you offer if they don't because i can see people straight away no I, it's very easy they don't deserve you don't don't go for a job where people don't see you because you're going to be wasting your time go to a place where people can see the values that's right you i agree wholeheartedly about that there are many people that I coach who are unhappy and you know I help them to create the pathway to happiness and it's yeah. it's them seeing their value first so back to the advice that you yeah. gave then also walk away from people that can't see it yeah. and focus it, on those that it, do if you go to a job interview and the person doesn't see that you have if you know you have that value if they don't see yeah. it yeah. you're just waste because they'll know they'll, they'll because I, I I am to see things in people. I always have this vision of you. You have to see the best in people when you meet them, and you look for the best. You don't try to trick people into you 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 bring the best out of people. And then you see it. And it just means their focus is elsewhere and therefore you should also focus elsewhere too. I love your leadership style, by the way, from what you're describing. It's, it's wonderful what's coming out. So now I guess the last kind of question I wanted to ask is what wonderful things that you're working on now that you suspect as you progress through the course of next year and the year mm -hmm. after, because I know that Inventia is out there in the media quite yeah. a lot at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Well, we, we've just finished last year's Series B we were extremely successful thanks to our investors we we really appreciate the, the the belief and then i think we have to be mindful that without the support and belief of other people we don't take it anywhere and we're very lucky that we have the best investors we could have we have a extremely good relationship with them i'm very happy to work with them we're going to create a lot of jobs we you know, attract we want to attract talent <laughs> we're going to be very happy to bring uh, i have a lot of people that tell me that if they couldn't get this job in venture they probably have to go overseas to do what they're doing because there's no much opportunity like this in, in australia and it's i'm Especially, we have a very unusual. We have a large number of females in our in our team for engineering for steam. You know, this now there's a usually unbalanced industry like ours, and we are lucky that we attract. We have a very successful rate of converting interns into full time people. We have a program. We use the API intern from the federal government that brings PhD internship, and it was extremely successful. Right, and uh, that's why we want we want to expand and attract other talents here. We've been using the funds for go to market. We have now office in US and in, in Europe. We wow. now expanding to other other regions, and we have a, 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 a huge demand of the printer. Right, that's an excellent place to be. We have no demand, and we need to now have people queuing for it. And uh, it's good to see that. Um, the product has enormous impact on the research. Some people, when they see the results, the impact that it can have in terms of reduction on the cost and the time to bring the drug to the market. It's, it, it's what I can remind my colleagues, that's what drives us. We, we, as a business, of course, we have commitment with the shareholders and make a successful business in our years, but we are a business of making life better, right? And that's 
Like if we can reduce the, the time it takes to take a drug to the market, the cost of bringing this drug, to make it more successful faster, yeah. and also make discovery for disease treatment faster as well. And then we have the other aspect that I thought would come much later that's already become a reality. We award the grant for the skin project to print the skin on patients. It's, uh, it's a called legal instrument, is a whole second instrument that we develop. And it's to treat uh, the patient with uh, injuries, burning injuries. For, for, and it's working with Professor Fiona Woods from Western Australia. That Amazing. is going to improve the wow. treatment. That's, that for me is a dream because I said one day my dream is to see one day people being treated by our technology and having a much better life later on. That's, if I have this, this, no, this is just the beginning, right? This is, this is a dream that I said in 2018. I said, my dream is to, to, to go to that place where we can make a life better for someone that has suffered a terrific injury. What a wonderful mission that you have as an individual, but also the collective has in Inventia as a business. You're allowing people to get ahead when it comes to their health. Like what yeah. way? Yeah. One of the things that drive me is I always found that when I compare the, the evolution of the iPhone with the iMac computer, for example, <laughs> with the medical research, I used to be extremely frustrated with the time it takes to get all these things to the bed to treat people. Yeah. Because I, I was doing cancer research and and for many years, you, know, you see for all this research, all this fun being invested, and it takes so long to to bring an outcome to the patient. Last uh, week uh, ago, I was at the Cancer Center Institute, the Children's Cancer Institute in UNSW. And it was very interesting that they have this function and they brought a, a young kid, a girl that suffered leukemia. And then she spoke that she's there alive now because of the work that those people are doing in that place. And that's what we want to see. We want to see families having, you know, be able to get to the place and say, look, the reason my daughter is still here is because of the work you guys are doing. And that's, that's, that motivates all my colleagues. That I think we have this other people invented very passionate about to, 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 to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite understandable, but mm -hmm. that's a great gift. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It, that you're and makes your, that's what I think makes your, your work much more meaningful. Because well. we go yeah. to work every day knowing that, and sometimes it's good for us to remember ourselves that this is what we're doing. <laughs> to right. remind ourselves exactly. that. Yeah. yeah, reconnect to that mission. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's fantastic. I've enjoyed asking you all these questions so much and uh, understand you know the why behind your career journey how it got to where you are now are there any last comments or a quote for listeners uh, that you would like to share well i think you know we talked about the females i think it's especially engineering electronic and mechanical engineering design. i think it is is way past time that people should not see this as you know, as a as a division, but something that everybody can bring talent to things like this. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's more like a personal choice. Some people, of course, engineering has a different you no know, requirements in knowledge and in study, but I think it's way past time that people see this as you no know, anyone can be a good engineer and, and work with that as long as you have the passion and the and the desire to do that. Not do not let anyone tell you. This is not a job for females because no. it's no, it's it's like no, we're not into 1950s anymore. No, we way past time where people say you go for it. I think it's a lot of uh, the same way my parents gave me books when I was a kid and inspired me, my brothers and everyone. I think it's important for the parents to inspire the kids. And, and we have last um, uh, week, we have probably 30 maybe students that come to the lab and do a tour there and be inspired by what we're doing. And that's what we want to do. We want to encourage kids to stop this stereotype thing and just go for, for what they have passion. I think.
I guess so. Yeah, there's no space for that anymore. We, we know this is the train has left the station long ago, and this is like <laughs> this is time to people to really do what they really enjoy, right? And we, I encourage anyone to study these things. And engineering, I'm biased because engineering is a beautiful, <laughs> it's like studying physics and mathematics and calculus and you no know, mechanical is is very enjoyable for me. It's like almost like when I remember when I was a uni, putting a, a tractor apart and have to build them together again, look at the engine, get the hands dirty with grease. That was like, that's that's no different than playing with Lego. <laughs> like yeah, that's that's and then again, I, I was um, commend you for this podcast. I think it's very, very important that kids are listening there and they are you know, making the decision based on what they really like, not what they, people think. Agreed. That's wonderful advice for all parts of life, especially <laughs> Korea, that's for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Julio, uh, for your time, for you know sharing so much about the career journey, about Inventia, yeah. about what you have in terms of your values and how you support people to be the best versions of, of themselves, the great advice that you've given. So if anyone else is interested in nominating someone else to come and share their podcast story too, I'm happy for nominations. And also in terms of our career coaching needs, wanted to say once again, thank you so much, Julio. And I can't wait to share your career story with everyone out there. Thanks very much. And thanks for inviting me and uh, all the best. That was a wonderful podcast interview with Julio Ribeiro. Fantastic advice that was given, some insights into women empowering themselves to just go for it. Anyone that is interested in hearing more about Inventia, please get in touch and we can connect you with Julio. Equally, if you're wanting to find out more about ProtoScience and the service offering that we have, happy to take on Coachables, but also offering B2B programs through a partnership with Striven. Cheers.